Can the Arizona Cardinals go on the road and get a big win in Big D against the Dallas Cowboys? Two teams trending in different directions. The path to victory for the Arizona Cardinals. Plus, does defensive coordinator Vance Joseph actually, does he listen to this podcast? Because he's saying what we were asking for just the other day. We're getting into this full game prediction, including your offensive and defense players of the game. It's Bo, it's Alex, it's Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good? Rise up, Red Sea, Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals, Friday podcast, which means it's a full preview podcast. And this time of year, all around the league, tons of unknowns as far as who's going to be good enough to go, who's positive, who's negative, who's going to be in the lineup. There's been changes as far as the NFL's protocol. We're going to get you up to speed as much as we possibly can as far as the Arizona Cardinals and Dallas Cowboys matchup. Is there a path to victory for the Cardinals? I mean, this was once one of the teams that was considered one of the best teams in the NFL, and now a lot of the people as far as following this team, fans for the Arizona Cardinals, they don't even think this team could win another game the rest of the way. They figure it out. Can they get back on track on Sunday? One positive news, I mean, Alex and I were telling you about it on Wednesday. Looks like Rodney Hudson will be back in the lineup. The center, who's been 8-2 and two when in the lineup, at least the Arizona Cardinals are, 7-1 and one when it's Kyler Murray and Rodney Hudson. They could be close to full strength. They're obviously without DeAndre Hopkins, but w- will the offense get back on track and who we think can shine for the Arizona Cardinals in this contest? And we'll get into what VJ Vance Joseph, defensive coordinator, said recently that kind of echoes our comments from earlier this week, how they can help out. The pass rush that's going to be down, Marcus Golden potentially, and Devon Kennard. We'll get into that conversation here on Lockdown Cardinals. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy. Follow along on Twitter at Lockdown Easy Cards, at Clancy's Corner, at Bob Brack. And of course, thank you for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day. 2021 has been amazing. Can't wait to see what's in store for 2022. And it's all made possible by you, the listeners out there. Thank you so much. So, Alex, when you look at this contest, What's your biggest concern going into it for the Arizona Cardinals against the Dallas Cowboys? Stopping that offense, baby. I mean, that offense is starting to look like what we saw it look like on paper from day one. Like, it's been a very fickle team the Cowboys have. They've lost to some bad teams. They've embarrassed some bad teams. The I was a Taylor Heineke truther until about, (laughs) you know, two or three weeks ago. That's completely uh, flipped uh, flipped the script there. You know, when they're humming – they don't have any real weak spots. You know, the offensive line, when they're not healthy, sure, the running back is – when Zeke and Tony Pollard are healthy and they're going on all cylinders, they're probably the best one-two punch in football. And Tony Pollard is one of the more undervalued guys, the more underused guys. And we asked Marcus Mosher yesterday, it's like part of the reason why they keep him is so another team can't have him because the dude is absolutely electric. He's the perfect two-punch to the Ezekiel Elliott's one. They have three wide receivers. They have Dalton Schultz. Who, who's a great guy up the seam and, and in the red zone. And they have Dak, who's proven that he's worth the money so far in, in that huge contract that he gave. So it's the defense not getting any pressure on Dak Prescott, which in turn would yield a lot of points put up by the Dallas Cowboys. And if even if Dak's not even in the situation, yeah. they have two of the best running backs in football, and this team can't stop the run. So 
pick your poison. That's right. what fears me the most. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's their, the Arizona Cardinals who are going to be shorthanded in the defensive secondary and their inability to cover. Because we know that, you know, Dak, when he gets pressured, he's one of the best in the league as far as blitz. Uh, but if you can cover, you know, at all and in kind of a, a zone coverage, Dak Prescott has, has struggled. But the Arizona Cardinals, I don't think, have the personnel to do so. I mean, they signed Bashad Breeland. He immediately has a positive test. He won't be in the lineup. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury basically said that he'd be shocked if if Marcus Wilson was in the lineup this week, and he's a fourth-round uh, pick. Anyway, he's a rookie. The Arizona Cardinals have a couple guys on their practice squad. They just signed a pair of guys, Isaiah Johnson and Nate Brooks, to their practice squad as far as their backgrounds are concerned. Brooks, uh, undrafted in 2019. He was with the Dolphins. He was with the Ravens. Uh, he was also on practice squads with the Patriots and the Titans. And then you've got uh, Johnson, who was a fourth-round pick for the Raiders uh, out of Houston in 2019. So not exactly uh, you know, confidence boosters there. They do have Kevin Peterson on practice squad. They do have, uh, who was our guy, uh, Jace um, Whitaker, also on practice squad. Both of those guys were headaches last year for the Arizona Cardinals fans. And those are your, th- those are your options as far as that outside of Byron Murphy, who's your CB1 who could, you know, hopefully he doesn't get, I, I don't think he's he's going to get exposed. I think that would be unfair. I think that's too much of an indictment on, on Byron Murphy Jr., who's had a solid 2021 campaign, but he's had his moments when this defensive secondary hasn't been up at the full strength, and that's that's not really his fault. But, man, are the Arizona Cardinals, uh, when you just look at where their strengths are, uh, it's it's obviously on the offensive side of the football, but that offense has not shown up the last couple of weeks. You know, I think that that's going to be the biggest key here. Can the Arizona Cardinals get back and play the offensive side of the football? Dallas had like a mini slump a couple weeks ago on the offensive side of the football. Kellen Moore, their offensive play caller, their OC, he was able to make the proper adjustments. He was able to play that game of chess with the NFL, and him and Dak Prescott figured it out. Now, Dak wasn't great. He was had pretty pedestrian numbers for the last couple weeks until the game against Washington, but man, did they figure it out? Arizona Cardinals have to do some of the soul searching of their own and figure it out if they want any chance to hang with this Dallas team on Sunday. There's a lot to unpack, as you mentioned in your in your diatribe. There, rightfully so. Like, if the Cardinals can play the hits, they can beat anybody. We've seen it, but without one of the hits of DeAndre Hopkins with with James Conner injured and with Ronnie Hudson on the shelf for myriad reasons this year. Um, they haven't been able to always, but it comes down to Kyler Murray and it comes down to going into Texas. He's eight. No at AT&T stadium, Jerry, Jerry world, whatever the hell they call it. Um, just go do it. And it's easy for me to say, and it's, it's, it's the NFL. Like we've, we've constantly been waiting, constantly been waiting for the Cardinals to take advantage of the safety net that they've, that they created for themselves. And that's now gone. That's now gone. You're playing ice hockey. So what, did, what did I used to say? Oh, the Cardinals are an elephant walking on a sheet of ice, and we don't know how thick it is. That That's where it is. Yeah. We don't know how thick this foundation is anymore. And it's sure, Kyler came out, and he was pissed, and people said they don't know what the hell they're talking about. You know what? We don't because we're not in the locker room. We're not in the huddles. We're not watching Cliff and Vance lead this team. We're not with Steve Kime. You know, we're not, obviously. But – that doesn't mean that there aren't tea leaves that we've seen, in my opinion at least, from week one that, co- that Cliff coached in the NFL. So they need to circumvent everything negative that's been going on over the last three weeks or so and just take care of business 
And if they can keep this game close, that's what you need to see. If the Cardinals lose by 17 points, very uncomfortable conversations yeah. will be happening because it's no longer like, oh, cool, they made the playoffs. It's, oh, no, I hope they don't get embarrassed in the playoffs like the last playoff game the Cardinals had in Carolina. Yeah, and, and, and the opposing team is it's very lately. Like, opposing offenses have done such a great job in winning that time of possession battle. Uh, and, and, you know, the Arizona Cardinals are chasing a score, it feels like, the last couple of weeks. And then once the fourth quarter hits, it becomes two scores, and then it's insurmountable. And that seems to just be the blueprint, that time of possession victory that opposing teams have had. And it was kind of set that that blueprint was put in motion probably by the Carolina Panthers and really emphasized by the L.A. Rams. And then you've seen the last couple of weeks, a lot of teams just the Arizona Cardinals are being exposed and it, they they really have to combat that. And it's going the, the way they can do that. Well, we're going to get into that here on Lockdown Cardinals, plus our full game predictions, our offense and defensive players of the game. It's all coming up. But of course, I mean, the Arizona Cardinals haven't turn to this little secret weapon. I don't know what to tell them at this point. They're they're they've lost the game before they've even started it. Built bar. They better be downing built bars on a daily basis because it's the best tasting protein bar available. I mean in the new year, that means new year's resolutions. And it's about getting fit, eating healthier. Make sure you get built bar in on your plan. Built bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and it might even be a better tasting bar than the candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good that you'll just want to eat it, unlike protein bars that can be chalky. Also, they could taste like maybe even a chemical spill. They're that bad because they feel like they have to compromise taste for the nutritional needs. Built Bar doesn't. You get the best of the both worlds. It's where healthy and tasty, it's where they collide. Most Built Bars have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and that 17 grams of a mental packing protein. Save yourselves from cash as well this, you know, this new year. Get your budget on uh, on point as well. Go to built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's using the promo code LOCKED15, LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. When I think of growing up, I think about the Dallas Cowboys. I think about John Madden calling those games. Pat Summerall, John Madden. John Madden passed away the last couple of days. Just a pioneer, one of the uh, one of the guys that really moved football past the other sports as America's game. It, he really has. And you know, during his prime is when the Dallas Cowboys, way long ago, were um, you know the, the a force. They were actually they won three Super Bowls. I remember him calling. So many games with with Emmett Smith and Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin and Nate Newton and all those Dallas Cowboys squads that all of us are familiar with that they're so far removed from, but it just really seems kind of uh, synonymous with each other, John Madden and the Dallas Cowboys. So the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Cowboys on this week, kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess, and I don't know if this is fair, um, we didn't really, like, it became less about the actual men. People just forgot, like John Madden, obviously one of the greatest, if not the greatest ambassador of the game on and off, you know, that's not, that goes without saying it. It was always, well, who's on the cover. It's not who started sports illustrated. It's who's on the cover of sports illustrated. It's not the name on it because it's such a brand. It's just who's the cover. Oh, Madden curse. Oh, this video game is worse than last year. It was never about John Madden once it got rolling. And then now you realize, wow, what an impact this dude had on the game off the field. 
let alone because people are young. Wait, wait, he coached in the NFL? Yeah. Wait, he won a Super Bowl? People don't think like that, that, that are 13 or 14 years old, you know, not doing their homework because they're playing Madden at midnight. You know, so it's, yeah, his impact on the, I mean, it's, it'll, it's everlasting. And you're right with the Cowboys when he did playoff games with Fox, when he did, you know, primetime games with Fox. Yeah. I mean, it's just, well, here's a little bit extra, a little pressure for the Cardinals to show yeah. how bright the lights are in Dallas, regardless if they, you know, regardless if they deserve it or not, they deserve it this year. They deserve yeah. the bright lights this year. And the, I think they're in the two seed right now, right? As it stands right now, Dallas I believe is. the Cowboys are in the two seed. Yeah. Yes. So, so many things could change on Sunday for forever, like positively, negatively for both organizations. It's going to be interesting to see what happens for sure. I mean, you put the tweet out there and, and a lot of people responded to it. And it's like, all is not lost. Absolutely not. Uh, but, you know, as far as taking care of business, that's a, that's another conversation. You know, can the Arizona Cardinals, can they buck this trend? Can they get it back on track? Can they can they do what's necessary to, to win this win this game? You know, I, I think a lot of people are skeptical and rightfully so. I mean, just the way that they match up as far as where the strengths are for the Dallas Cowboys on offense, where their strengths are on defense and where the Arizona Cardinals have been struggling lately. And when you look at things as far as we talked about defensively, how they could potentially slow down Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, uh, Mari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Zeke Elliott, Tony Pollard, uh, just like the Arizona Cardinals, an embarrassment of riches, maybe even on steroids at this point. Uh, they're certainly playing way better than they were. Uh, Vance Joseph saying that they're going to potent- maybe use, and this is something that we talked about on Wednesday, Zayvon Collins is the outside linebacker, a rush linebacker against Dallas Cowboys, something that we thought would be a good idea to help make up for the loss of not having Marcus Golden and Devon Kennard now, who are on the positive list. Um, I, I completely agree with it. Do it. Make it you know very narrow-focused. Get a rotation going, but give those pass rush opportunities to a guy who was pretty successful in college doing it for Tulsa. I know he played a you know a very versatile linebacker in Zayvon Collins, but he's not playing right now. If you can just say, "Hey, go out there and and get after the quarterback number four, maybe it might just get him more acclimated to the league. Maybe he gets to taste some success and maybe get some momentum going. Where him and you know second year player Isaiah Simmons have fallen short the last couple of weeks. Do you think? Do you think Isaiah Simmons is a good football player? I do, I do. I think I, I don't know what is happening. I don't know why he's fallen out of favor. But what we saw earlier this season, and in his skill set and how he can play fast and he can play violent, uh, I don't think that that's available. Um, you know, each and every off season, it, it I th- they have a special talent there. But as far as getting him to to consistently do it week in and week out. That seems to be an issue, a big issue. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I I can't help but think that the pass breakup um, towards the tail end of the Carolina of the indie game, you rush the pass, you get to the passer, you break up a screen pass. I, I don't know why that's not his job. I don't know why he's not moved to the outside and not Zayvon Collins. Zayvon Collins is the one that's better in coverage, so I don't understand why they would. He would be the one to move outside when. The 6'3", 250-pound, sub-4, 440 guy is going to be stuck inside still. Like, I I don't yeah. understand what's happening. I just don't get it. I, I, just, I just don't. And, yeah, it's easy to point everywhere when they're losing. Of course. Just, of course. You want to be rainbows and butterflies right now? There yeah. are outlets here that you can go listen to that isn't going to be us. And that's right. fine. You're not going to get – I'm sorry. Like, it's just not 
it's not humans. It's not human nature to be like, oh, you know what? Sugarcoat this, baby. I dare you to. Yeah. I just don't. I just don't get. They're they're scrambling now. They're on their heels. Vance, Cliff, etc. To figure out a remedy to get this defensive uh, structure back in, in, intact, because they were the best part of this team. Mm-hmm. You called it. They were. We're not going to talk about Cliff right now. They were. And if they're not going to be, it seems yeah. like this offense cannot carry this team like we once thought it could. Yeah, I mean, what really you have to ask from the Arizona Cardinals come Sunday is to play a perfect game and to to be nearly flawless, have guys step up, either A, recapture the magic, or play above and beyond what we've seen so far. And, and that's that's unrealistic. It's possible. I know it happens. That's why we love sports. You know, that's why the cliche any given Sunday happens. Guys for the Detroit Lions were playing out of their minds. Guys that we've never even heard of against the Arizona Cardinals a couple weeks ago. They have the ability to do it. But to honestly believe that that's what's going to happen is kind of, it's, 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 it's not, it's not, you're not well, if that's what you're saying. You're just drinking the Kool-Aid. But, you know, Isaiah Simmons, we've seen it happen. Um, get him out there. I think as far as why Zayvon Collins would be a guy that would be moved into the outside linebacker, rush linebacker position would be because Isaiah Simmons can also, he can kind of do both. And he's, he's been better against the run. He hasn't been gobbled up uh, and, and just taken out. Like once uh, Collins gets blocked a hat on a hat, he's out. He, he's pushed out of the play and it's, it's not effective. It's, it's been giving up bigger plays than they're even used to. So I think that's why Collins has been in the conversation. But if you if you get Simmons in there too, we've seen him last couple of weeks get pass rush opportunities. Continue to do that, but I mean they're just going to have to they're going to have to produce too. It's not like oh cool that's all well and good that they're going to go out there and they're going to get playing opportunities that they've uh, not had the last couple of weeks. They have to produce like they have to have production. Uh, and we talk about their their lack of depth in, in the defensive secondary like this. It gets back to our talking points before the season began, Alex, where this front seven has to be special, and they're doing it without J.J. Watt. They're doing it without Marcus Golden, or they're going to have to do it without those guys. And it's, I, you know, the odds of that happening, pretty slim. But, you know, they could do it. They, they have the athleticism. They have the ability to do it. It's just uh, executing that, which is, is, is way easier said than done. Offensively, I think the pass game has to be there. Uh, you, you know, you, you look where the strength is on the defense for – for uh, for Dallas, but they give up a, a ton of yardage. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy of a season both Trayvon Diggs and Micah Parsons are having. You know, the past, they've, they've given up a ton of yards uh, to opposing quarterbacks and opposing offenses. Kyler Murray has to be special. He just has to be special. He has to elevate his game, and he has to make people drop their draw or drop their drop their jaw on Sunday when they're watching him and say, "Oh my God, this guy is something else." Yeah, um, this is exactly what you said before the Carolina game, too. Or the uh, sorry, sorry, the Indianapolis game. I don't know why I keep keep saying Carolina. Yeah. It's exactly what you said. It's exactly what you said. And we saw it yeah. the first half, and we saw it the one drive in the second half, and that was it. And I don't know if it's play call. I don't know what it is. I know that Rodney Hudson was out. They didn't have their whole defense. Okay, so it's not like it was Darius Leonard versus no versus no um a Rodney Hudson just bum rushing up the a gap every play. That's just not what it was. Yeah. So, like every team that the Cardinals have lost to over the last three weeks, Rams, uh, Lions, and Colts were not at full strength. Yeah. So just because the Cardinals were, nobody's at full strength anymore. So that yeah. can't be an excuse. He needs to be special. You're right. And you know what? He can be. Whenever we have Stephen Bach on, like his trainer, love having him on. We'll have him on at the end of the year as well. 
he's seen special in Kyler forever. Mm-hmm. And I think – I don't think Kyler's ever going to lose confidence in himself. They just need to figure it out. Yeah. They just need to figure it out. At least oh. with with uh, with Rodney Hudson coming back, you can hope that this is going to be a more disciplined offensive line and Kyler doesn't have to deal with – was it 11 penalties against Indianapolis? 10 or 11? Uh, and three of them from from uh, from Josh Jones. Um, you you get Rodney Hudson back at center. You get uh, you can move Max Garcia over to the guard position. Josh Jones maybe moves it to a utility role, and you've got a little bit more consistency from that offensive line. I don't think it remedies the the snap issue we saw against the Rams. Rodney Hudson low snap after low snap, but maybe it, uh, better than than we saw from Max Garcia. You can't be worse than that. So. Uh, hopefully with him and not having to deal with that potentially that can just have some Kyler Murray focus on what's downfield. And then those receivers have to step up. Like we have to be calling AJ Green's name a bunch. Christian Kirk has to come up with big plays. Uh, Zach Ertz needs to continue to look like first half Zach Ertz against the Colts. So let's, let's get into the conversation as far as how we think this thing's going to play out, who our offensive and defensive players of the games are and uh, get into that combo. Do need to tell you that this, this game it's fascinating, man. I mean, it started at five and a half. Now it's at six. The Arizona Cardinals, six-point road dogs, a place where they went into Dallas, Big D, last year, and they hung 38 points. They won 38 to 10. Uh, you know, do, do you, Are you feeling lucky? You want some action on this game? You want to make it even more interesting? BetOnline.ag is where you can do that each and every week. BetOnline.ag is getting you ready for the NFL playoffs. The last two weeks of the NFL, you've got the college football playoff uh, starting tonight, right? BetOnline remains your number one spot for all your sports action this season. Head over to the website, use your cell, and you get a 50% welcome bonus just by signing up using the promo code LOCKEDON. Put in 100 bucks, you get 50 free bucks to just do whatever you want with it. You win the bet, it's your money in your pocket. From basketball, football, NHL, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021-2022 seasons. Bet online, fastest, easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Don't wait to take advantage of the new amazing offers available. Bet online, where the game starts. And talking about the college football playoff, look no further than the Locked On Podcast Network. Right now, live, is our college football, ultimate college football playoff preview 2021. Local experts. Betting advice, draft analysis, the most comprehensive college football playoff preview is live now. Look, if Lee Sterling uh, from Lockdown Bets is giving me in, in, any insight on these games, I'm taking that, I'm taking my 50% welcome bonus, and I'm cashing. That's probably what's going to happen. Check it out. The ultimate football playoff preview 2021, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where you find your podcast. And guess what? It's free. It's, it's free on all, all platforms. All right, let's get into this game. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, follow Alex at Clancy Corner. Follow me at Bob Rack, and of course, follow the podcast at Lockdown AZ Cards. Uh, you know, five, you know, six, six point spread. You think the Arizona Cardinals cover it? You think are you are you taking the Cardinals on the money line? Like, where where do you feel on, as far as that from that perspective? Um, I am going to take the points. This is one where it's like, oh, no, of course you don't take the points. And then, you know, Vegas just rakes and they build another hotel. Um, I don't think there's going to be as many points scored as people think. I don't think that the Cardinals are going to get blown out like people think. I don't think the Cardinals are going to win this game. I don't. Um, but I think it'll be like, what's the over-under? 53? 51 and, a half. 51 and a half. Okay, yeah. So I think it's going to be like 24-20. 
something like that. Cowboys, 24-20 is, what I, is the number I'm going to shoot for. I mean, is that a win, uh, you know, morally? If, if, you, if you look at what they did last week, 56 points against Washington football team, um, you know, there would be a, some punts, potentially some turnovers there. There would be hope. And then there would also be, you know, some, some, some pain because if you're within striking distance, there's, you know, the team not getting it done at the end of the game. But, you know, I think that that would look – because when you look at what Vegas is doing – they are trying to get action on this game. And people are down. The public is down on the Arizona Cardinals. So they had to push the number to something where they could get some action on both sides of this thing. And six is right there. You know, if it's if it's lower, people are pounding the Cowboys. So uh, if it's lower, people are counting, pounding the Cowboys. This is what, uh, you know, Vegas thinks it can get action on both sides with this number. You know, the, the Cardinals aren't in, in an F team. They're playing. They're in a slump. They're, they're they're playing poorly, but they still have talent to stay in this game. Uh, I think it would shock. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't. I don't think that they win this game. I, I think that it would take a Herculean effort for them to pull it out. As far as who needs to step up, when I'm looking at the, your your offensive and defensive players of the game, um, I thought I, I've been encouraged by what I've seen from Chandler Jones. Sure, he had the uh, the the roughing penalty that was huge in the game against the Indianapolis Colts. But you know, I thought he had a strip sack that was uh, that was negated, and but mm-hmm. he, he's been active, and he and he's been active for a couple games in a row now. I think Chandler Jones he can be the game record that they need. That if if they don't blitz, he can be the guy that can still get after the quarterback and make Dak Prescott to life a living hell. Mine's Buda Baker. It's just gonna be because they need him to be like he had two great tackles on Saturday night, reminding people how how. I mean, the dude's special. He's special. Yeah. And, I mean, you got to play the hits. This is playing the hits. He reminds me more and more of Bob Sanders every time I watch him play. He's a little bit shorter than Bob, but he weighs a little bit more or vice versa. I can't remember. But they're close. I mean, Bob Sanders was an absolute, use the right word, missile. Like, no no regard for human whatever. Uh, Whatever Kevin Harlan says or whoever it is. Um, It's got to be Buda Baker. Because there's a lot of receivers on that team. There's a tight end on that team. There's Tony Pollard out of the backfield. Like, there's going to be a lot to watch. And I don't know if they're going to drop him back in coverage to spy more than normal where he's around the line of scrimmage, but they got to figure it out. And he's the tool they have to use to kind of make up for the shortcomings in the, in this, in the cornerback room. Yeah. You know, on, on the other side, you look where the Arizona Cardinals can have success, but there's a very scary person on the other side. And I'm not even talking about Market Parsons. Trayvon Diggs' season is absolutely just absurd. Yeah. 11 picks, 21 passes, defense. He's defensive player of the year. Like, I don't know why interceptions aren't looked at as double for, double sacks with, with, with regards to importance. It leads to a turnover. Like, I know his teammate, Micah Parsons, is plus 180. I think according to Caesars for defensive player of the year right now, 11 interceptions? <laughs> And a couple of them were run back for touchdowns. Not yeah. only are they not only are they turnovers, but they're but a couple lead to d- directly to touchdowns. Sacks are great, but they're not turnovers. Like I don't I don't understand that. Like yeah. he should one hundred percent be defensive player of the year. Yeah, and, and I mean it doesn't mean you can't complete a pass to his side of the field, but it's probably better for Kyler to look elsewhere. Uh, as far as who who's going to step up in this game, who's going to have a big game? Uh, you know. I, I feel like it's AJ Green, but I'm not confident in it. I 
Christian Kirk has to for his next contract, for for Kyler's success. Christian Kirk, number 13, has to play big on Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys. If he does, they can stay in this thing. If he drops, you know, if he has any big drops, if he can't get open, if he disappears, the Arizona Cardinals are in trouble. Christian Kirk, that's going to be my optimistic offensive player of the game. Well, yeah, and the interesting part, really quick before I get to it, because I want to get here, I know we're going long. On top of all of this, Kyler Murray hasn't played with any wide receiver not named Christian Kirk for more than 13 games or however many games they played this year. So not only is DeAndre Hopkins out, their best receiver, who can pretty much play with any quarterback and just roll in and just play football, A.J. Green, 15 games. Rondell Moore, 15 games. You know, and Zach Ertz less than that. So yes, this is the one where you know what? You want your contract, you can get it in this game. This game, eight for 150 and two touchdowns, you get a contract. Three for 65, you don't. At least not from the Cardinals. Like, you got to find out immediately how really, truly important Christian Kirk is to this offense. Yeah. Because we haven't seen it with any sort of with any sort of consistency. That's not to say he hasn't been timely great. Yeah. But it's usually earlier in the season and with games that don't matter. Let's see if he can get some separation and go win a football game with him and Kyler. We saw with Tampa Bay... A couple of years ago, where he had three touchdowns, I think yeah. he was. It was all over the top of the safety, all of it, just outrunning people. But you can use him more than just go routes down the sideline, where the margin for error is pretty, pretty much null and void. Mm-hmm. You know, use him in different spots, use him in the slot, get creative with him, and do it on the other side of the G damn line of scrimmage, please, please. I don't want any Rondale Moore, any Christian Kirk behind the line of scrimmage. Make it going down the field. Down the field. So are, are you taking but I will mirror that. I, I will mirror okay. that, yes. All right. So I think it's necessary. I mean, it's like you could say, oh, maybe Rondale Moore or A.J. Green. They're, they have limitations. Rondale yeah. Moore is not a good wide receiver in the NFL yet. He just isn't. Or he's not being used correctly. He was very top-heavy. He had one good game, two good games early on. 11 catches for 60 yards recently. It's going to be A.J. Green. It's got to be Christian Kirk, and it's got to be a lot of them. Which has got to be a lot of them. I mean, speaking of mirror, if he can mirror his game from last time they played in Dallas, two catches, monster catches, two touchdowns. I think he had yeah. three catches overall, but one of them, a huge, huge bomb that he hauled in off, you know, pulled it off his fingertips, you know, uh, and, and the Arizona Cardinals were, were running away with that game. Uh, if he can do that, they could have similar possibility. But as far as I'm concerned, I think the Arizona Cardinals lose this game 29-24 to the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, it's a ton of offense coming their way. They've got some guys going the right direction in the right spots on defense, and the Arizona Cardinals have to prove that they can make the plays on offense necessary to beat good teams. Yeah, we're a broken record here. Yeah. You know, and just they're getting, they get, because of how well they played early in the season, they're getting more and more opportunities, but this is the last opportunity. The last real show yourselves that you can beat a team that absolutely demolished Alabama versus the Citadel style, the Washington football team last week, go out, win a football game. If they win on Sunday, regardless of what the Rams do, if they win on Sunday, they are immediately looked at again as 80% of what they were when they were seven and no immediately. Because the Cowboys have the history. The Cardinals don't. It's the uncertainty of, Oh, I've trusted the Cowboys for the last 20 years, and they've always fallen short. And the Cowboys are like a, 
a brand new tabula Ross employee that you have no idea what their history is like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So winning the Cardinals winning on Sunday would be immeasurable for everything. Yeah. Huge. If everything. It would, it would regain confidence with the entire fan base. It would re-energize everybody. It would give uh, them the boost necessary to finish out the season strong at home against Seattle and then potentially take a playoff game or two in the, in, in the postseason. That's going to do it for us here on this Friday edition of Locked on Cardinals. Thank you for making us your first listen. Uh, follow along on Twitter at Bob Rack, at Clancy's Corner, at Lockdown AZ Cards on game day halftime show. Yeah, we'll be here with you on Sunday. Of course, our post-game reaction show. Have a great New Year. Thank you so much for listening to Lockdown Cardinals all 2021. Look forward to what's in store for all of us in 2022. Hope the Arizona Cardinals get a big win to kick things off come Sunday. We'll talk to you then. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.